What you're about to hear was aired on Planet Philadelphia, environmental radio show on Germantown Community Radio, 92.9 FM, WGGTLP in Philadelphia, and on gtownradio.com. Peter Winslow is here with me, and thanks, Peter, for stopping in to discuss things. Hi, Kay. It's always a pleasure to spend time with you. Could you give us a bit of your thoughts about what we just heard? Uh, I think these were very interesting discussions. I was struck by some of the through lines from the conversations. Leonard Nicomora is talking about the essence of, uh, of economics and how what, what we measure when we're looking at, e- at economics um, is driven by values or should be, and sometimes it's not. Uh, and how that can distort policy. When we're we're looking at an economics of scarcity, which is the way in which most economics is analyzed, as opposed to an economics of abundance, which I think he was getting at when he was describing natural capital uh, and the, the ways in which there are externalities to the analysis and those externalities distort uh, the policy decisions that get made. And that you know, I note how Reverend Mormon uh, described the use of fees of different kinds of, of costs that are put into the equation so that market forces can uh, help to drive policy is a, a way of taking some of these externalities and making them part of the equation that is considered uh, by business uh, and a way of implementing policy. So there was a real connection I felt between their discussion and the way in which that gets applied to SEPTA, where there are advantages to the economy, advantages to the benefit of people's lives that come from a transportation system that is less polluting than driving cars and provides a whole bunch of economic benefits in terms of getting people to work and uh, there are other activities that uh, is an important part of what it is to be a citizen in our in our society and all of these things you know relate together uh septa has had a a problem with with ridership before covid uh that was damaged by covid and the direction in which things are going is a downward spiral as the quality and frequency of public transportation deteriorates, people are less inclined to ride. And as ridership decreases, SEPT is less able to self-fund its operations and has to rely more and more on the state, the city, the federal government to fill in that gap. So I think these discussions are very much related. you know, even when we we take a look at the impacts of, of air pollution uh, that are both on people's health and well-being uh, and on climate disruption, the same substances that are emitted have both of those effects. We really should count both of those effects uh, because they're additive. Uh, it's not double counting. Uh, and value uh, in a way that is, reflects environmental justice, people's lives, uh, 
in a way that is not based upon what their income is or or the, the stated value of their of their property. So these things come together and uh, ignoring them, uh, for example, the way SEPTA did when it built that gas plant in a, a nice town at the Roberts Complex, shows that there's a disregard for the underlying values uh, that should drive policy and help us identify what the appropriate metrics are for measuring these things. Um, you know, money, as uh, as Lyndon Nakamura pointed out, is very convenient because it's a way of equalizing many, many things, but it also distorts those cost-benefit calculations if it doesn't take into consideration what the values are. And those values should be the quality of life, the length of life uh, for people who are in our community. Well, that's very interesting what you just said. And it relates to something I just read this morning, which is that according to the Ohio River Valley Institute, legislators were misled by studies that were done about a petrochemical plant outside of Pittsburgh. And because they had that faulty data, they gave this plant a huge tax break. And now, even though the plant has had many problems and not lived up to what was proposed, the article I read seemed to say that we're more or less stuck with that tax break because once those tax breaks are given, it's extremely difficult to claw back. And there was a quote from the Ohio River Valley Institute that researched this that said that the non-standard timelines and misclassification of the plant's purposes rose to the level of academic malpractice. As you said, these things are all connected. There's an old saying that figures lie and liars figure. Uh, it's really important that people be honest intellectually honest about the analyses that they do and the positions that they take. One of the biggest problems that uh, that we have had with, with SEPTA about the Roberts gas plant uh, issue has been that, that SEPTA was disingenuous, provided misinformation and disinformation that clouded the conversation that we were trying to have. And I think this is a problem that we see all the time. It's a problem of our society of just truthfulness. The dishonesty that we that we see in the way in which people uh, promote their interests destroys trust. And our entire society, our economic system, is built upon trust. Uh, and restoring trust, maintaining trust, I think is really important in all of this. And one of the, th the things that we have to be vigilant about all the time in our politics and the way in which we interact with, uh, with each other, and especially the way in which we carry on our conversation with public officials. Okay, good point. And the, the measurement that uh, Nakamura was, was talking about is at the essence of what power has been asking of the, the city government, the air management services and the Philadelphia Department of, uh, of Public Health, that instead of being willfully blind to the impacts 
that a permit, for example, has on the surrounding community. Uh, there should be measurement, uh, not just the easy thing to measure, which is what the outputs are of emissions, but the more difficult question of measuring what the impacts are on people and on the environment as a result of those emissions. You mentioned power. Could you just tell people what that is? Uh, power Interfaith is Pennsylvania's organized to witness, empower, and rebuild. It is the foremost interfaith, interracial, environmental, and social justice organization in our state. Well, on to a lighter note, February 2nd is Groundhog Day, and we're all waiting to find out what Puxatawney Phil is going to see his shadow or not. But February 2nd is also World Wetlands Day, and apparently wetlands are really superheroes in protecting people and places. Let's remember also that most of Philadelphia's estuary, where the Schuylkill and Delaware Rivers converge, uh, used to be wetlands. And those wetlands have been filled in to South Philadelphia, uh, the area around the airport. Uh, with climate disruption, those wetlands want to reemerge. Uh, we need to recognize that the natural forces are going to reassert the wetlands that we have lost, which can be to our benefit because those wetlands are very, very valuable. This is something that should be considered by the city and by Hillco uh, redevelopment partners when looking at the impact of development in South Philadelphia uh, will affect the entire region. It could create flooding risks in Eastwick and Logan Square uh, and the airport uh, that can be uh, quite disruptive and costly to uh, the city and the people of Philadelphia. And in danger people otherwise that I don't think people have considered is that there's a, still a lot of benzene floating in the water underground. And if the sea level rises, that could impact people too. There is, and uh, there's several plumes of benzene. Uh, uh, we're very concerned that benzene plumes that are very large as a result of the refinery operations uh, over 150 years, uh, that some of those plumes are extending out beyond the fence line uh, into the local community. And that's extremely hazardous because benzene is a known carcinogen. Peter, thank you so much for joining me today. Oh, my pleasure, Kay. If you want to know more about Planet Philadelphia, go to planetphiladelphia.com. You could also find out more about other G-Town Radio programming by going to gtownradio.com. I hope you will consider making a small monthly donation to help Planet Philadelphia continue presenting interviews on important underreported environmental topics and exploring their complexities and intersections. Thank you so much for your support. Mm -hmm.